acids. Two wizards. You see how Oregon just decriminalized all drugs? Yeah, man. Oh my god. That's, like, yeah, that's insane to me. But good for It's them. either gonna be like Yeah, it's it it's either gonna be like truly like a like a like a golden glorious way forward or things are just gonna get real shitty real fast <laughs> i think it's gonna do both and it's gonna get real shitty real fast and then in about three months there will be like this kind of not reckoning but like a it's you it's yeah, a, like we a, take a step back and go okay just because i can yeah. have a peanut butter and crack sandwich do i right. need to have a peanut butter and crack sandwich right it's yeah, like, like when colorado once... legalized weed and it was like Everything mm-hmm. was weed, and then we kind of got bored with it. Yeah, it's it's like that whole thing of like when you get a brand new toy and you only play with it for like the first weekend, and then afterwards it's like, oh, okay, I can, you know, like I got my now that I got all of that out of my system, or I guess in this case, all all of this into my system. Um, yeah, then maybe I don't know, maybe I could like maybe slow slow play it a little bit. Yeah. Um, Drink some water that isn't laced with something. So, <laughs> you know, I think yeah. I just want to have a beer. Yeah, yeah, that might be that might be a nice change of pace to to just to just have a marijuana. <laughs> Walk outside. Okay, I'll Walk try outside. that. Yeah, sun, sounds... sunshine. Yeah. yeah, but I've also heard of, 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 about this uh, latest new thing that's uh, making its way around the streets called a called a runner's high. What is it? We're like, I guess you just exercise um, and get get oxygen, and you just like feel great. Which which I have told you that story, right? I don't think so. So when I was running track, um, uh, we would have our hard workout days on Tuesday, and then Wednesday would be a nice kind of recovery um day where like you you pretty much just go out for like a 20 minute jog so like 10 minutes out and then 10 minutes back and then you're done Mm -hmm. um and one particular wednesday i was going to grab coffee with um oh who was it i I don't know it it, it doesn't matter um but i was going to grab 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 some coffee kind of hang out and then go on this nice light easy jog afterwards um but then i guess i maybe had a little too much or maybe too strong coffee oh no and like and I had like the greatest runner's high for that first ten minutes. <laughs> I was just like, like, like on on the river dikes there, kind of by the by the golf course and all that. I was just like, man, this man, <laughs> life is amazing. Nature's awesome. Uh. And and it was a perfect like yeah like Indian summer afternoon and all that. Oh hell yeah! Um, and then like right when I hit my ten minute mark. Which, like, also because I was so caffeinated, I actually covered more distance than I normally did. Oh, wow. Like, like as soon as I turned around to, to come back, like, the caffeine wore off instantly. The runner's high wore, wore off instantly. And I swear to God, it dropped, like, 20 degrees and started raining. And then it was, like... <laughs> oh, no. It was the most miserable. So, like, so like I went out... Um, um, like like my watch said 10 minutes out but i it was probably more like a 15 minute run 
that I like crammed into 10 minutes and then I had like 25 coming back. And so it was you were like miserable. booking it and then you're paying for it on the way back <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Like it started raining and like the wind kicked up right in my face on the way back. <laughs> oh, I was just like, hilarious. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, so kids don't, don't do running. Take it from someone who had a real bad, uh, real bad experience with, with runners high, just don't, just don't run. Lift weights. <laughs> weights and running have ruined my life. Just go smoke weed. <laughs> it's a startling new trend among kids. Going out and running for indetermined periods of time. Some call it jogging. Some calling taking a run. Others just call it, I don't know, relaxing. Tonight on 2020, what you don't know about your teen's new dangerous hobby could be making them healthier. And we don't want that, right? Because teenagers are scary as shit anyway. Tonight on right, 60 yeah. Minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, indeed. Well, you know what? Like, sure, maybe in Oregon they can do a whole bunch of drugs now and ostensibly a person could exercise a lot and feel really good. But you know what makes me feel really good, Mark? What's that, buddy? It's being a wizard because I'm Josh and I'm a wizard and this is the Two Wizards Podcast. Holy shit. Yeah, you are. You're Josh and I'm Mark and this is the Two Wizards Podcast. Coming at you again. We did it. We survived Halloween. You guys survived mm-hmm. the Trick Ookie Spooky episode. Ha ha. How'd mm-hmm. you like it? <laughs> i want to get political tonight josh and oh all right but before that that is the new business i'm bringing to the table but before that we right. have the old business of mm-hmm. um what's in our wizard's goblet yeah well uh in mine uh tonight i i have kind of a kind of a special treat so um over the weekend the mrs wizard and i we took a little day trip to a to a, a city town uh quaint little hamlet if you will <laughs> um that's not too far away from us uh and this is yellow springs ohio which uh if i if i remember correctly i believe that's uh that's dave dave Chappelle's uh hometown oh. didn't get to see dave oh he wasn't um, around but um yeah because well there was like a youtube video that made the rounds a couple months back where like dave was speaking at like a city hall like 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 city council meeting mm-hmm. um and I forget exactly what it was, but uh, but yeah, like there's goddamn Dave Chappelle talking to like the people of Pawnee, Indiana, pretty much. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's a super nice place. Um, I I kind of got like um, the same sort of vibes from like a Salida or a Pagosa Springs okay. kind of a kind of thing. So yeah, pretty pretty chill, pretty relaxed. Um, but anyway, we found um, the aptly named Yellow Springs Brewery, and um, had a whole bunch of really good things, and then I got a bottle to go, knowing that we would be uh, convening and having this meeting tonight. But I got a bottle of their barley wine, and uh, this is like this is like twelve percent, twelve and a half, something like that. And and yeah, like barley wine is, it's it's pretty much if uh, beer were like wine and not carbonated, or not as much carbonated. They're still like I guess a little bit. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, this is. Okay. But yeah, it's it, it's it's basically like. Yeah, just like beer that's a lot stronger and a little more flat. And also like uh, typically a little more kind of complex, smoky, um, malty, not necessarily as hoppy sort of stuff. So so yeah, I'm drinking this and it is it is very, very good. Excellent. Excellent. Mm. Good deal. 
Well, I have um, an Imperial Cranked Indian Pale Ale from Eddie Line Brewing. It is pretty solid. I have often said that Eddie Line can do no wrong. And they described it really as yeah. an Imperial Cranked IPA, huge pine notes in this West Coast style Imperial. And yeah, it's piney, mm-hmm. and I like pine. They're, I don't know if you remember the Wolf Creek, Josh, at uh, oh, the brewery. Baby. But it was like, oh, oh, listeners, it was like sucking a pine tree's dick. It was wonderful. I loved it so much. Yeah. No, I am. I am also. So I, I know that we've we've talked about this a couple times. Not only are you and I both looking forward to like the cooler weather and all that, um, and also the winter beers, the more kind of malty stuff. And um, I remember when this first kind of popped up, or at least when I got exposed to it first. Yeah, maybe like five, six years ago. Uh, but the whole spruce tip beer thing, the yes. whole spru- spruce tip beer craze. And I'll admit, I was incredulous at first. I was like, what is this? Come on, what will they think of next? <laughs> um, but no, man, like if I could just drink a Christmas tree, um, <laughs> yes. that's ah, I so would. Good. I would love to so drink good. a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, and it is. That's what you get with a spruce. So like... Uh, I'm not going to get too ahead of myself. Like, I'm still going to make sure that I give Thanksgiving its due. Yes. Um, but, yeah, probably after Thanksgiving, I'm just going to be, like, pounding uh, Christmas tree beers <laughs> and uh, living life. Hell, yeah. <laughs> and then, also, I had a, I have one more, and it's an Eddie Line Pumpkin Patch Ale on deck. Oh, nice. And nice, you know nice, me. Nice. I'm, a, like... I'm a slut for pumpkin, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get that. I, I had a, because, yeah, I, and I know I talked about having, like, the, the Sam Adams one and a couple of things. I, but I, I don't think I fully scratched that pumpkin beer itch. Yeah. Um, And now, I mean, it's probably likely that a lot of that stuff is on sale now that Halloween's over. So who knows? Maybe I could pick up a pick up a couple of six-packs for, for cheap. Heck, yeah. I might be kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah. But. Well, yeah. And yeah. so, and, and so, yeah, I'm, I think, you know, we got some two, two very, very nice beverages here. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm also, you, you were gonna, you were telling me a little bit about what we're going to do tonight. So it's not completely a surprise to me, but, but why don't you go ahead and, and lay it out for our yeah, listening yeah. audience here? What, 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 when you say we're going to get political, what exactly do you kind of have in mind? Well, I, I'm not so dumb as to assume that like, we don't, we can't like, we can't have, our lives not shaped by current events, even as two mm. wizards in our two wizarding world. But I think that we could take a note from it. And Josh, I want to talk tonight about, um, I guess, a political office and so forth. But I want to see, because I don't know, I don't care where we fell on the election. It doesn't matter. I know that some right. people are happy and some people aren't. But I want to mm-hmm. talk about like the real politics that matter. And that, Josh, if you had to pick cryptids, what would they be and what positions would they hold in government? <laughs> I it's... love because yeah when 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 you first kind of sent me that text or whatever and said like hey this is what I want to do like I was immediately on board because yeah like you know if 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 there's any uh yeah if 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 there's anything that's gonna like maybe help help our country get out of this really challenging place <laughs> that it find itself in it has to be cryptids it has to be and cryptids. so. And so, yeah, like we just so like maybe this will be maybe this this will be our sort of like uh, plea, our call to them. Um, and who knows, like because I know there's some questions, some more founded, some less founded about like, are the ballots OK? Are, are they being are they being uh, uh, tallied the correct way? And who knows, maybe when all is said and done, 
um, maybe a cryptid will have some sort of uh, majority on, on the ballot. And so like, this is just our kind of welcoming them in to, uh, I mean, to, in the, uh, to, to office in the 2016 election, people wrote in Harambe, a dead gorilla. So, Hey, yeah, <laughs> I, is it any dumber to like speculate that I want, I, I want the Mapinguari to be president. I'm going to yeah. write that in. God damn it. Like, yeah. and I know it's stupid because like he's Brazilian and you know, you have to be American born to be president, but whatever. That's a, What's trivial that? so, when but, speaking but yeah, like about minus... metaphorical imaginary creatures that may or may not yeah. exist, but we can't prove that they don't exist. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's just it too. Like, I, I think, um, I think it's just for the president and vice president, right? That, that there's the citizenship requirement that, that, that you have to be, well, well, no, not the citizenship, but, but like a natural born. Natural born, yeah. Um, yeah, but but anybody else? So so who knows? Maybe maybe some of these cryptids that that you and I are going to offer, like sure, maybe they're not, uh, uh, maybe they're not uh, born on American soil. But you know what? If they love our country so much to come over and um, uh, rub their slimy, smelly ooze all over the place uh, to 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 build back better or to make America cryptid again. I, I I don't know. Then I, I say, let's let them, yeah. let's let them, let's, let's let them have a shake at it. Cause clearly we don't know what the hell we're doing. So yeah, clear, clearly not. So um, maybe, so, maybe so, yeah, the Dover um, demon is the change we all can believe in. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So, so yeah, like as we're going along here, um, we, we, we kind of put together uh six, right? Six, yeah, six. six or, or yeah, six sort of governmental offices that we're going to, uh, Mark's going to give a crypt that uh, a cryptid that he thinks would be well positioned for this uh, role in government. I'm going to do uh, one for me, and then we'll kind of talk about it, weigh the pros and cons, and then ultimately sort of, uh, yeah, sort sort of like pick pick one or the other. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that we'll might be best. It and and yeah. who knows? Maybe and like Josh and I don't know each other's lists, so. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, maybe we, we, we it, may have some repeats. Yeah. What if what it. if we just pick the exact same things like that'd be kind of crazy. I think. Yeah. Then I think that that cryptid would have a mandate to, you know, do whatever a executive order or um, amendment to the Constitution. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I think um, I think we should start off with um, local is important. Josh, you mm-hmm. know, yeah maybe like and you know this is one thing that i think comes up a lot with the presidential election is like you know the popular vote doesn't pick the president no but you do get to pick your state representatives and you Mm -hmm. know your local reps and that's something that i think we all should do and if you don't mind i'm just going to take the first one here and give you my state representative Mm -hmm. and it's a thing called the uh, pagosa springs raptors have you heard of these guys at all Oh yeah yeah i have actually because that's yeah because that's right right in our in our area there or i guess your area now since I've moved away. But yeah, tell us more about, about them. Yeah, so in the um, southwestern tip of the state, there's this town called Pagosa Springs, and a little further from that is a t- place called Cortez. And then if you go further south from there, you get into Shiprock, right? Shiprock, New Mexico? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so um, around that area, there are there have been reported sightings since... Apparently there were native sightings of these things as well, or native accounts, but then... There are also accounts from the white settlers or the immigrant settlers, you know, um, of these two legged lizard creatures that would run around. They'd be about three feet tall and about three feet long. And it mm. just kind of sounds like a little um, like a little dinosaur, you know. 
they, they you know they've got a long mouth yeah. full of sharp and teeth just... and a long tail and they kind of bob around like birds and it sounds a lot like what we would think of as the the modern idea of a velociraptor yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but there's uh, all exactly. kinds of reports of these things and you know they make me think of and maybe i'm extrapolating here but they move in groups and they move together and so that tells me that these raptors believe in family, and that's what matters to them and community. They're keeping it safe, and they're swift, and they're tenacious, damn it. So yeah. that's what we need. We need that in Congress. We need somebody swift and tenacious, somebody who's willing to take action. And damn it, mm-hmm. I really think that these Pagosa raptors are what we need. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, like, I, I, I clearly can't vote for uh, um, uh, office that's outside, outside of my my jurisdiction, so I will 100% still endorse your, your pick. For, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. For, for, yeah, well, perfect. <laughs> uh, well, and uh, I, for, for, for our kind of local rep here, um, I, I, I hope um, this isn't too lame, but I'm actually going to go back to, uh, to a group of uh, cryptids that I've actually already talked about b- before, and these are, of course, the Melonheads. Melonheads. Um, yeah, and so... Just to kind of do a quick refresher, these are some um, either still humans or humanoid kind of kind of uh, beings. Um, There's sort of these like feral uh, people with uh, swollen big heads, and uh, they kind of live secretly out in the wilderness. And um, maybe maybe sometimes if you drive a little too close to them or or a weird sort of part of the road, um, yeah, they they. They don't like that very much, and they'll chase you out. And what that shows to me about the Melonheads is, is that they're all about family values. You know, like <laughs> they they have their clan there, and they're you know they organize their own kind of neighborhood watch things, or I guess sort of like forest hood watches. Um, and uh, yeah, they're 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 pro family because pro-family. they're also probably like inbred or incestuous <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I bet you they're like big proponents for um, uh, single pill, single pay, or like universal healthcare, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, and well, well, and uh, because in some of their origin stories, they're also um, yeah the sort of products of like uh, uh, nefarious medical experiments or like uh, nuclear uh, bomb detonation stuff. Um, they also uh, are in favor of a uh, of of small government because they have. <laughs> experience firsthand the 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 uh, tyranny that can sometimes happen when when a government gets too big and so yeah i, I think the melon heads would uh would would serve service quite well as our as our local reps hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah so okay i got it really quick i just gotta ask you you said like their little clan but mm-hmm. don't you think the um the the what the the group term for melon heads would be a patch I mean, it has, like it has to be. Yeah, it has to be. No one had patch. That's so good. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's the that's uh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, perfect. I can't even top that. That's just that was just too too beautiful. Right on. Okay, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to do like? Do you want to start with president and then go down to VP, or you want to like start from the bottom and go? up from there do you want to let's let's drake this and start from the bottom and we're and we're here yeah 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 okay i i like that i i like that so then who who would we say would be at the sort of oh you want to start with here 
uh, let's say Speaker of the House. And I know it's not an elected position, but this is just like our hypothetical mm-hmm. fun times of what cryptids we want to see in government. So yeah, no, yeah. sure, 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 sure. You want to do well, Speaker and, first, and, and again, like. Yeah, and okay. like really, truly, in in our um, uh, multi-branch system of checks and balances, it's checks and balances. It's not necessarily that you know one is more important than the other, although that is kind of bullshit because clearly <laughs> there's some sort of like hierarchy Something. here. But yeah, let's just let's just start off with the Speaker of the House here. Yeah, and so really quick, um, I think it's important that we because I and I sort of alluded this to you earlier. I sort of learned a little bit more about like what U.S. government does, and I kind of thought I already did, mm-hmm. but maybe not. So. Just real quick, the Speaker of the House's job is responsible for administrating the oath of office to the members of the U.S. House of Representatives, giving members permission to speak on the House floor, designating members to serve as Speaker pro tempore, counting and declaring all votes, and appointing members to committees and sending bills. So it's a pretty it's a pretty big position. Yeah, 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 yeah. Essentially, I, th- I really think like maybe the Speaker has the most power in government, really. It, it kind of really, sort of well, like I, I really think you could like stonewall some shit with them, but. Mm-hmm. I, and, well, and yeah, and, uh, uh, yeah, I know that especially much more recently, like the the presidential, the a, the executive branch branch of government has been gaining, and and, and yeah, this it's been going back back for decades now. It, it's becoming a very very powerful position, um, but yeah, like truly, I I think you're right though. Like in maybe some of its original formulations, um, what it was something like that. Yeah, the, the Speaker of the House was was um, supposed to be like one of the big. Big wig, top dog, uh, uh, roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'll just I'll give you mine, and I, I'm sure Josh, you could probably already take a guess at what it was. I picked the Ozark Howler as the Speaker of the House. Mm, very good. Because, very because good. if nothing else, it is the Howler, and Howler is kind of a time of type of speaking, especially if it's calling yeah. Congress order, going woohoo. Woohoo! As you may remember from our Teddy Roosevelt cryptid ep- versus cryptid episode, go check that one yeah. out. It was a lot of fun. But also, Absolutely. I think that the Ozark Howler definitely has a, a shining endorsement from the man himself as a bully beast. And yeah, whatever. It's not the same one from when Teddy was looking for it. But I, I reckon to say they're all about the same page of goodness. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 yeah no, so Ozark Howler is my speaker. Well, and and it's funny that you mention, uh, yeah, the the necessity to have a loud voice and carry to recognize speakers and to cut people off and all that because I that that was actually a lot of my kind of logic going into it too. But I picked a different cryptid, okay, um, and one and one that up until uh, this project I hadn't heard about before, uh, and this is the uh, let's see if I can get this right, the Glawakus. Okay, this is the the Glawakus of Glastonbury, Connecticut. Um, and it's described as a mixture of dog, cat, and bear. And likewise, with a howler, uh, it's also known for it, for its blood-curdling scream. Um, and then, so, yeah, like in my mind, as I was kind of um, kind of ringing over this, I had a similar thought process where it's like, well, yeah, like if you're in charge of Congress and you're, if you're in charge of this enormous legislative body and people are getting out of control, yeah, like it, it'd be nice to be able to like, scream like a mountain lion and get everybody <laughs> kind of kind of back into it um and and so yeah like it's it's um I, a, a lot of the stories uh particularly prop up around 1939 um where apparently the, some people heard heard this uh this horrible screaming and uh, they were finding that small dogs were found uh either 
torn up or just disappeared. Uh, sheep and goats were also found dead. And apparently in July 1939, a huge brown dog was captured in a bear trap and then was shot and killed. And oh, the local wow. newspaper announced that the mysterious Glowacus is no more, but sightings still continue to occur. Oh, um, wow. And so maybe it was like a bit of a, maybe there was like a big escaped dog or something like that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so apparently this is still a thing. And um, yeah, like it's kind of because, yeah, this is in Connecticut. So maybe it is one of these, uh, you know, like East Coast elites that we always hear about. But you know what? I still think that the Glowacus could, could make a, a pretty good um, speaker of the house. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I think you're right. I think I think it is better than I think that's better than Ozark Howler. Hmm. And and which, and not which... to get too not to get too like deep cut here, but like it's from Connecticut. Like I don't want to say it's like, you know, the the blue blooded American territory, but it really is like okay. if you if you're gonna get a, a what do you, what would you call that? Sorry, there's a giant truck driving by me. Oh no, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, like I, I mean, yeah, like, like if you're gonna get a, like a, a government, if you're gonna get somebody that's cast for that uh-huh. kind of thing, it's probably gonna be from Connecticut. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm almost positive that uh, it graduated from Yale. So I mean, <laughs> come on, graduated from Yale. <laughs> it was a valedictorian. His speech was. <laughs> and then it joined and it joined the like skull and bones secret society <laughs> that like everybody else is and it had to had to like get get a picture taken of it when it was naked its freshman year doing the um, so that then it could be used ceremony right yeah exactly so, so so yeah like it's already gone through all these things um oh, that's like weird <laughs> yeah like like 80 percent of our representatives right now so hey perfect all right so yeah you want to say i'm gonna give it to you. i'm gonna give it to yours buddy i think okay, no, all right I yeah think yeah i, I think um, yeah i i think you know like it, it'll um as a as a as a freshman there i'm sure it'll have a pretty big uphill battle but i i think with its uh blood-curdling scream it can be the change that our country <laughs> desperately needs so did your mind just cut to uh, mr smith goes to washington but it's, yeah. it's Mr. Glockus goes to Washington. Yeah. So it's, it's just, you know, fucking Jimmy uh, Stewart is, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, screech, 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 screech. It's in Bill's house, America, screech. <laughs> and ever just whoa, stands whoa, whoa. up clapping their asses off. Yeah, clapping their asses off. <laughs> they like pour a bunch of letters, pour a bunch of letters on them. And just goes, oh, oh. These are letters from children whose dogs I ate. <laughs> this is the greatest idea we've had. I, I'm so glad we're doing this. I have, I've got <laughs> such a weird hangover from Halloween—not hangover, but like Halloween took it yeah. out of me, man. Like it between the we, challenge and like we did some work. We did like, work. Yeah, we did some work over Halloween. And so <laughs> and so, yeah. If if we need to take an episode more for us than that, I think that's perfectly fine. Oh yeah, perfectly fine. Hell All right. Yeah. Um, you want to do? Who do you want to do next? And do Secretary of State uh, or Chief of Staff? What if we do Chief of Staff? Yeah, let's do Chief of Staff. You wanna you wanna take it away? Um, okay, yeah. So, uh, Chief of Staff, I have again. Like, I I was also kind of challenging myself and trying to explore new cryptids that I hadn't necessarily heard of. Cool. And before um, you do that, for, before you do that, um, it is the Chief of Staff's job to direct, manage, and oversee policy development, 
daily operations and then the staff activities of the president. So he's like, he's the house manager of the Oval Office. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, kind of yeah. like, he's the one kind of arranging meetings and so forth. Because again, I looked into some of this stuff and I was like, oh, okay, that's what, that's yeah, what they do. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, perfect. Perfect. Well, yeah. So, so no. And, and so, and then I think, and I think that this, um, uh, uh, this nomination of mine will, will, will fit that role cu- quite nicely. And this is the Pukwudgie. Oh! And the Pukwudgie, oh, is, is, does that appear on your list later? Or no, no, just, no, that's a really good one. And I made a weird noise for that. I'm sorry. Okay, no, no, that's all right. Okay, so yeah, the the Pukwudgies, uh, they are from the folklore of the uh, Wampanoag Native Americans. Uh, and um, it's a it's a troll like creature, maybe two or three feet tall, uh, kind of humanoid with like maybe some like slightly longer noses or ears or whatever. Um, and um, a, a, according to some of these folklore uh, the stories, um, they can they can appear and disappear at will. They can transform into these like kind of half human half porcupine things, which I think is just awesome. <laughs> uh, they they have some magical uh, uh, abilities. They can they can make fire from nothing, um, and uh, it also enjoys uh, playing playing tricks on people too. So it's kind of like a trickster sort of thing. Yeah, which I would imagine. Yeah, like as as chief as chief chief of staff, like you have to you know like do lots of setting up meetings and meet and greets and all like that. And so maybe if the ambassador to uh uh romania is always hassling you and and you're just trying to get rid of them well then i think the puck would be a good cryptid to kind of like play some tricks on them or you know like do the whole like uh uh hot foot thing where where like 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 his shoes kind of catch fire and then he has to like run away to try and try and put out his shoes so, oh um, yeah, so yeah yeah all right yeah puck would you having fun well, well, and 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 uh, likewise with the uh, ability to appear and and disappear at will. Like if ever things get too crazy and it's like, oh geez, we, we got to get out of here, then boop, it just it just pops out of the <laughs> rooms so that he doesn't have to deal with these lobbyists or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's uh, yeah, that's solid. It's <laughs> 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 poofing it out. <laughs> I always, uh, I think it's. I, my favorite story about Puckwudgies is that their favorite or one of their favorite things to do was like swim up to canoes and just dump the people out. <laughs> but like in everything you hear, it's like, oh, they're pranksters. It's like, no, they're trying to kill these people, man. Like, yeah, like it's that's a that's a pretty. Yeah, that's that's not quite as harmless <laughs> as. Yeah. And it may may first appear. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Puckwudgie. OK, that's fair. Mm-hmm. And I have one that's also uh, kind of magical. And Josh, maybe this one you have heard about, or maybe not. It's the Loveland Frogman. Uh, have I you? Don't, I don't think I've heard of this one. No. Okay, yeah. So um, it comes from uh, Loveland, Ohio, I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, in 1972, a legend started, or a uh, rumor started circulating of a, of, uh, a bipedal four-foot frog. And uh, wherever these sightings occurred, there was reported the smell of mucus and almonds, which sounds horrific. And yeah. in one incident, um, a cop came upon one, and this four-foot-tall frog took, pr- produced a wand and waved it about its head. <gasps> no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> 
That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were first sighted in 1955 in the very specific month of May. Mm. And it's just kind of fun. You find them on the road at night between, they're about three and four feet high. They look like little frogs. <laughs> and let's see. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. On uh, March 3rd, 1972 at 1 a.m., Loveland Police Officer Ray Shockey was driving on Riverside Drive near Totes Boot Factory and the Little Miami River when an unidentified animal scurried across the road in front of his vehicle. The animal was fully illuminated in the vehicle's headlights, as he described it to be three to four foot high and weighing about 50 to 75 pounds, with leathery skin. He reported the animal crouched like a frog before momentarily stood erect and climbed over the guardrail and back towards the river. That's yeah. so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I love it. But, and, and it kind of made me think of like, you know, um, if it's got its magic wand, like it's, I, I don't know. I kind of like to think of it as like somebody that's good at pointing things out and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. it's just kind of well, silly, but it's like a good local boy who's, who's just there. He's not really hurting nobody, but he's here to help. Yeah. He's and I, help yeah. Doing the best he can as a little frog man. That's yeah. So awesome. And like in some accounts, like the wand shoots sparks and some it doesn't. But <laughs> yeah. Well, I just happened to as 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 you were telling me me some of this. I, I happened to do a little bit looking on my own, and apparently there was there was a sighting of the Loveland Frogman uh, as recently as 2016. You're goddamn right, there was. <laughs> Where is Sam, it? The one? Sam are you Jacobs, looking at the one with the uh, with the glowing eyes and the flash? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where Sam Sam Jacobs says that he and his girlfriend were playing Pokemon Go and they spotted the purported Frogman. Hell yeah. Um, but that one may have just been a dude in a costume, so. <laughs> or they were high and they found, like, a, a polyrath. Yeah. They, they were playing yeah. with the AR on, like, oh, dude, it's a yeah. frog man. I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so what do you think? Nanageshi versus Loveland Frogman. Who are we picking? Oh, man. I I like um, your I like your magical bent with it. I really do. I like the idea of, like, yeah. He's just gonna like prank the minister of Turkey, like. Yeah, and 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 and, or if like everyone needs after a long day where they need a little um, levity, a little bit of lightness, then I don't know, maybe you could do like a magic trick for him. So I and I know that the Pukwudgie was my kind of choice there, so that that makes me a, a, a little biased. But I I am still kind of leaning towards leading towards him. I think I'm going to, I think, dude, I think I'm going to give you Pukwudgie over Loveland Frog. Okay. Oh yeah. No, Mostly because yeah. Which, the, the smell of almonds and mucus is what stands out most to me. And you yeah, can't, you can't be running meetings be, that way. Like it. Yeah. That, that, that would be pretty, pretty rough to like try and maintain that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Okay. So you got, you got two on the board now. Good for you. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And like, not that this is a so. contest, but. Yeah, not not necessarily, but no. So, well, uh, what if we um, what if we jump to maybe the? I think one of the other ones that, that you wanted to to kind of investigate was maybe the Secretary of Defense. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll okay, yeah, that Secretary we'll of Defense. That. Yeah, okay, so yeah, lay it on me here. What All right, thinking? so um, I'm coming in here, and this might be surprising, but I'm calling Bigfoot as our Secretary of Defense. Oh my God, Mark, really? Yeah, absolutely. Did you pick Bigfoot as well? Big- because I put because I put him down him down too for our secretary. Holy defense. shit! Did you really? Perfect. Yeah. Uh, totally. All right. Why Why did you do it? I mean, like we don't even have to like give a description of Bigfoot. We know what the hell he is. Why Why yeah, did you yeah, pick we him? Know Bigfoot? Well, I I think number one, like I just just like how how iconic he is. Like like you think about like 
with with your military and and all that like 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 people need symbols and and they need like strong you know like like again like think about all the like world war ii like propaganda posters about like making victory gardens and um, yeah uncle sam and all that and just how how awesome would it be if we had bigfoot like (laughs) like not like not uncle sam needs you but bigfoot needs you be like hell yeah man and 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 also more I, I guess a little more practically too. Like he's he clearly has a bunch of experience with um yeah you know, sort of like guerrilla warfare and like um um kind of hit and run strikes in the forest. There he's a master of espionage and all that too. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I, I think that, that those are some of the many ideas that I had in my mind about about uh, why why we should go go with Bigfoot. <laughs> right on. Yeah, I I pick Bigfoot. Maybe I went a little more altruistic with it, but like, okay. you know, the secretary. I okay, so I don't think the Secretary of Defense is necessarily something that like we shouldn't be mean. We shouldn't be bullies. You know, you, right. you need mm-hmm. to have a calm right. head with this deal. Like you have, it, it's defense. You know, not like he's not your secretary of like go fuck shit up. Yeah, and I kind of think that maybe that's gotten a little off base. Like you know, in the last mm. couple years, is what we understand yeah. the Secretary of Defense to do. But um, the thing I like about Bigfoot is, like, you don't really know he's there. You you might see him, but you might not, you know? Mm, and I like really that. think that yeah. that's how, like, I think that's how all military um, uh, policy should be. It's there on the yeah. back burner. It's not taking mm-hmm. the forefront. But then more importantly, as we learned from our um, um, Wendigo tale, the, the Teddy Roosevelt story with Bauman, when, mm-hmm. when you get into Bigfoot's backyard, then something starts to happen. So yeah. you don't hear like yeah. Sasquatches ravaging, you know, downtown Oregon or downtown Oregon, downtown Portland, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But we do have like poor Bauman's buddy murdered by a, a Sasquatch after they had gone into the Sasquatch's Valley. So I think, you know, I will, it, it's a more of a live and let live policy and just we're, we're cool until, until you show up on my doorstep, then we're going to have words. And I think that's maybe what we need to adopt yeah. as like a defense. Not so much as like, I think now the defense is like, oh, if we invade everywhere, then nobody can hurt us. Right. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's maybe a little too more on the offensive. And, and not to say that, you know, he would necessarily put forth like a complete isolationist policy. But if ever there was like an isolationist, that it's is Bigfoot. That is Bigfoot. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you leave him alone. You let him do his thing. He'll, he'll let you do your thing. But yeah, like if you go a knocking, um, you're going to get bite marks all over you and then like thrown against a tree. So, <laughs> yes. Also, um, I watched Primal Rage, which is about a current Bigfoot fight in Washington. And it's really good. <laughs> awesome. It's I like, just it. like a Bigfoot, like goes rogue and starts m- murdering humans. It's, it's pretty solid. Check it out on Amazon prime. It's, it's worth it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Fucking Amazon right, prime. Perfect. Like has that algorithm. Now it's like, this dude is really into Bigfoot shit. Let's give it, yeah, yeah. let's give yeah, him all your, of it. Yeah. They got your metadata. They, <laughs> so they, they know what to give you. They got it, baby. <laughs> all right. Perfect. All perfect. right. So I think we're at secretary of state now. Who do you who you got yeah. as your secretary of state? And before you do that, um, um, they carry out they carry out the foreign policies of the president. So they're mm, the ones yeah. who are in charge of like overseeing 
foreign relations and so forth. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Um, well, and, and and it was kind of with that in mind, like clearly the Secretary of State does a lot of travel and is always like flying around and going over here and talking to this uh, prime minister, talking to this, you know, uh, delegate or whatever. Uh, and so with that in mind, I, I wanted to pick a cryptid uh, that was able to to do that. Um, and I found that, again, like um, one that I hadn't necessarily heard of before, but this is called the Snallygaster. Oh yeah, Snallygaster. And uh, the first the first sighting of the Snallygaster dates back to 1909, uh, where James Harding, um, different different than the NBA player right now, I think. Um, it's not. But uh, he's he's a yeah, he's a timeless be, immortal who saw right, the Snallygaster yeah. and it granted him NBA yeah. magic powers. Right, 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 right. He caught it in a um, trap and no, let but, it go, and now he's famous. Yeah, no, perfect. And, and again, to be fair, this is this is James Hardeen, uh, not James Hart Harden. But anyway, uh, uh-huh. so so in describing this Nalligaster, he said uh, it's it's a creature with a long, sharp beak, enormous wings, claws, and only one eye right in the middle of its forehead. You. Um, and so and so yeah, like here's this big big some something wicked this way comes or flies kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I just think that. You know, as a person who's doing all this international relations and having really tough talks with, um, yeah, like maybe even like uh, some some like truly truly bad dudes. Um, yeah, like could you Im- imagine the like uh, despotic ruler of like some war torn nation um, making demands of this big like <laughs> vampire tiger winged thing and it only has one eye in the middle of its head that you have oh, to like God. try and stare down um <laughs> and so and, and so yeah i think the snallygaster would, would be a pretty good one um and uh, uh, apparently because like i'm i'm an etymology nerd and i always get a kick out of finding out how words kind of came about and where they get the meaning um, but apparently the, uh, the, the name Snallygaster uh, could, could come from uh, German phrase Schnellgeister, uh, which means like quick, quick spirit, fast spirit, um, which again, sort of makes sense if it's this big, like monstrous thing that can fly around and um, uh, is in its own right, kind of, kind of ooky spooky and menacing. Like, like I would hate to, you yeah. know, try and enter negotiations with this big big wicked thing so um so yeah that's okay. it. That, yeah. that's my that's my uh nominee for secretary of state is okay snallygaster yeah no i like it i like it <laughs> um so mine i went i don't know uh i went a little different from you buddy i picked mm-hmm. um champ or the monster of lake champlain Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's located in Lake Champlain, which, as you know, is it sits alongside New York State, Vermont, and Quebec, Canada. Mm. He's about 40 feet long. Well, it, they, them, lizard, um, <laughs> is about 40 foot long, and they weigh about a ton. They have a horse-like head with, long, with a long fleshy neck and a humped back and green eyes. So essentially... This is um, the Loch Ness Monster of America, and I'm taking this right. out of the really awesome, cool Field Guides to North American Monsters by W. Hayden Blackman. And Josh, I'm going to send you this picture of Champ, and oh, I yeah. might put this up as an episode art because it's just precious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Isn't okay, that cute? So, 
<laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at it, and yeah, like Champ is, oh man. Which is kind of cute. It's a fun little it's guy. super cute. Yeah. And um, one thing they talk about is like, it's not so much malicious as it is like mischievous. Mis- mischievous? Mm. That's a hard word to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's kind of, it just kind of has fun. But like, it kind of pranks people. And like, one of the big things it does is like, it'll swim close to the boats and like, kind of like do, you know, the faint charge where it swims underneath. And oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, that almost like, and not like trying to make a case for this thing's existence, but that sort of reminds me of like dolphins and stuff. Yeah, they do the like, um, isn't it called like a like a like a delta wave or something like that? Yeah, or like when they're by themselves, they call it like a mock charge, and it's like more like a territorial threat display. And it's like I'm not gonna mm, get gotcha. at you, but hey, you're getting you're you're come on, what are you doing here? Yeah, but yeah, then yeah, yeah. but then even in this book, um, like while they talk about like it, it kind of does that, like it'll bum rush canoes and stuff. There is a quote from uh, Sandra Mancy, and she says, "I still have nightmares about the monster." The thing is chasing me, and I'm running to get away. It's so maybe it's not super friendly. I don't know, but um, yeah, yeah. So Champ, and also, um, I wanted to pick Champ, or not. I didn't want to pick it, but I wanted. This led me to another um, section that I want to call maybe Mark and Joshua right before we knew we were right segment. <laughs> All right, perfect. So if you remember in our uh, giant snakes episode, we told the story of the giant fish in um, the lake up in, in upstate New York. Or the giant serpent mm. in upstate. And I said it mm-hmm. was sturgeon. Mm-hmm. Or, I, or maybe. So check this out. This is from this is from this field guide to North American monsters. Sturgeon are capable of reaching such massive proportions that they have often been misidentified as monsters. Throughout Russia, lakes support sturgeon that range from 20 to 26 feet in length and weigh over 2 tons. Across the United States and Canada, sturgeon have been known to reach lengths of 25 feet or more. Possibly the largest sturgeon found was in Seton Lake in British Columbia, where tails surpass fish that go over 35 feet in length. Holy cow. We yeah. Were, we were. Yeah, we were fucking right. We called it. But yeah. no. And, Vindicated. And we did it. We did it. I, I did a thing. I'm a, I'm a fucking cryptozoologist. I did it. I did it by reading a book. Eat a dick, you guys. But I picked I picked Champ back at the ranch. I picked Champ back for our debate. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because, because, because Lake Champlain sits on the Canadian-American border, right? Oh, so perfect. if we're doing Secretary of State, you need somebody who already has, like, uh, at least some idea of diplomacy and, like, That's you know, multi... Point. I don't want to say, like, multiculturalism, but, like, you know, you just right there in Champlain, you have Canadian and American kind of coming together. So, like, yeah. you're definitely... Speaks a couple different languages. Yeah, yeah a couple something. different languages. You understand, like, interstate trade yeah. as well as international trade. So, yeah. I think Champ, I, I think that Champ is a good candidate for it because it would have a better idea of, you know, diplomacy and politics. And because it's kind of mischievous, like, we're all about having fun. And I think that... I, I miss, like... I miss, the, I miss the videos of, like, Obama and the Queen, like, fist bumping and shit, you yeah. know? I really miss that instead of like her like mad dog and Trump because he's being an idiot. Right. Like, no, totally. I miss that. I want to well, get back to that. And mm-hmm. that fun little guy kind of seems like I think it could get it. I think it could get us there. You know, I, I absolutely agree with you. And, and like, I, I, I think the Snallygaster is maybe a little too one dimensional. Like he's only just sneering evil, which with our ally, you know, like, yeah, like not only do you have to like, have the stick in diplomacy, but you also need to have the carrot sometimes. So, so yeah, I, I absolutely think that like champ is a much better, much better pick for a uh, secretary of state there. All right, cool. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Let's, uh, perfect. all right. How about 
Let's do vice president. Yeah. Or do you want to do president then your VP? Um, what if we what if we do vice president and and then round it off with? Uh, yeah, no, I I like that. I, I like that. Afterwards. Yeah, yeah, just just I don't know, just 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 kind of four. Uh, uh, so, so yeah, I guess, um, my, my pick for vice president, uh, is I am going with the Thunderbird. Ooh. Okay, cool. Which, uh, yeah, is a, is a pretty, pretty well-known, um, uh, uh, legendary creature in, in all sorts of really like, um, Native American, North American tribes. It's just this enormous giant bird that can control thunder and lightning and is super powerful, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I just think that like that that's the. I know that sometimes the vice president is kind of, kind of like the forgotten person. Like they're kind of there, they kind of go off and do stuff that the president won't do or or doesn't do. Um, but I think that like the Thunderbird is like this like really could 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 maybe like kind of bring that up to like a more equal footing with the president it's like yeah you know what i can i can do the same things that that you can and i'm just as valuable and plus like it's it's awesome it's just this big enormous like super powerful creature so yeah that's my pick hell that's yeah pick. thunderbird damn that's good <laughs> so okay and i i picked the duende Oh, okay. You might, nice. you might remember the Duende as um, it's it's like a Hispanic American folklore. They sort of seem to have originated in like Argentina and Mexico, but the myths have definitely made it up here. I've talked about before, like a couple of my coworkers believe in Duende, and it's just a little gnome thing. But number mm-hmm. one, I think, and maybe I'm pandering here. I'm not quite sure, but I think if you're doing the Duende, you are representing the Latinx vote. And I think that's important. I just I just saw a deal on Twitter, and it mm-hmm. was saying how like you can't classify the the Latinx vote as one category, and I I do believe that's very true. Right. It's such a mm-hmm. it's such a diverse thing, you know. Oh yeah. But yeah, I definitely yeah. think that it doesn't matter who you are, or where you're from. You're fucking afraid of the Duende, and we can yeah. unify underneath that. And that was my second reason for picking them as the VP. Because in my experience, the VP is always kind of just kind of scary. Like Dick Cheney was horrifying. He is right. horrifying. And Duende scare the piss out of me. And like, <laughs> it's almost like a deterrent to keep the president super safe. So you don't have this guy in power. Like as right. bad as Trump is, I really am more afraid of Mike Pence. Like, right. no, no, no. Anybody That's calling their point. wife mother is. <laughs> I. Yeah. So I'm picking no, Duende totally. as my vice presidential candidate, but I really do kind of like yours better because I don't know. And also, and also, like it's almost we almost sort of did the same thing, like because yeah, the Thunderbird is a huge staple of most or not most, but a, a big bulk of Native legends. Like, right? Yeah, that is kind of funny that that, that we did sort of like align with like not not to go as so far to say is like tokenism or something like that, but like recognizing that ours is a diverse country and yeah. like the, uh, and it's, and our representatives should, 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 should come from a variety of, of, um, yeah, kind of, kind of places and backgrounds and, and experiences and all that. Um, which, yeah, but I, I, I also do kind of like what you're saying, uh, with the, with the vice president sometimes being that little sort of like, 
look, play ball with this guy because you don't want to, you don't want to, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. This you is, don't want this what is, I got. Well, right, okay. Let's, yeah, let's exactly. put a pit in vice president. Cause maybe, maybe our president, what if we like the other's president and decide may, I don't know. We'll, we'll call an audible on VP. Cause maybe like, yeah, I was, if I like your president candidate or whatever, or you like mine, you know, maybe yeah. it'll, it Which, could kind of skew things a little bit. That is true too, because like at, at least here in here in the uh, in the American system, like the president and VP are on the same ticket, and so like some and like that that's kind of part of it too. Is like you you pick your running mate specifically to like either complement certain things or like cover things like that. So, so yeah, I, I think you do bring up a really good point. Yeah. Although yeah. Th- that being said, if I could do like a quick tangent. No, please, um, please. Yeah, like it used to be for like a pretty good portion. Um, uh, I, I could probably look this up, but it'd take too long. But no, like it used to be uh, here for our EU elections that whoever got second place was was the VP. And that's what I always kind of thought it was too. And I always sort of liked that mm-hmm. system better anyway. But I was well, and that's honestly just what I was going to say too. Is like you know, like may, like I'm I'm sure that the the like political parties being their kind of separate entities, like I'm, I'm sure that they would not like that uh, very much. But but. In a way, like it's almost like that idea of like I think it's better than like way. yeah, well, and it is. It's it's like uh, to use another example, you know, like growing up, if like you and your brother were fighting and uh, annoying each other, and then your parents said like, nope, you two have to like sit in your room and and figure it out, or like that, and 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 that's what you had to do. You had to like you had to like sit down with this person that you were really f- mad at and who did something to you. Yeah, but sort damn of it, yeah. if, yeah, but if you want to get out of timeout, then you have to learn to like get, get past whatever differences you have. And so, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that there maybe was some sort of like kind of hidden wisdom in that. Even if at, at the time they're just like, ah, shit, um, <laughs> almost half the country voted for this other person. So what are we going to do to, uh, out of peas like all those people who are probably be ticked off that their guy didn't get president. Uh, well, you're vice president. <laughs> are you saying that we should just act like fucking adults? You know, as crazy as that may, as that may sound, um, <laughs> you know, as weird and unprecedented as that is, you know, we may just have to, we may just have to grow the fuck up a little really bit. Really dig deep know. and fucking grow the fuck up. <laughs> Anyway, All right. who, so. who's your who's your president? Who's your big cheese? Who's your commander in chief? Who is your leader of the free world? And goddamn it, I want you to think about a time. I I want you to mm-hmm. think about this as like maybe you don't. I don't know. I don't know if your parents ever did this, but I remember mm-hmm. when like um I remember when like Bush when uh, George Bush OG was president. Mm-hmm. And no one really talked shit about him. Like, he was just kind of generally respected or whatever. And then, like, mm-hmm. I remember Clinton, and I remember everybody loved Clinton for such a long time. And as I grew up, mm-hmm. like, they stopped loving him because of the, like, Lewinsky scandal. And I remember yeah, very but... clearly uh, there was a Simpsons episode where Lisa complains about the uh, uh, results of a state ban contest. And she writes the president, who was at the time Bill Clinton, and he shows up and reverses the decision. And he tells Marge... You know, Marge, it's the it's the moral of the story. If you don't like something, just complain. And she goes, that's a pretty crummy lesson. And Clinton goes, hey, I'm a pretty crummy president. And that was the first time that I ever saw anybody, like, question the president. Like, in my young life, yeah. you know. 
And then, like, mm-hmm. we got into Bush, and we all know how that turned out. And then we got into Obama, yeah, who I really think was, like, you couldn't touch him. And if you did, like, you got, like, the race car thrown at you and whatever. Right. And yeah. now yeah, it's yeah. it's turned to our current seating, sitting president is a fucking cartoon character villain. No, no, no. Because I think I hear what you're saying, Mark, is, is, is that we, like, it's not just, like, restoring dignity and honor to this position, but also, like, someone who who can... Yeah, like reunite this truly bitterly divided country, and and like, also a certain and, a and certain like stoicism. Like we we yeah, idolize yeah. Washington for being this like titan of a man, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Washington, yeah, who has, who has Washington, eight foot twenty, fucking killing for fun, fucking killing for fun. Yeah, exactly. And I I think this this may my pick may not seem to fit that bill, but I'm going to make my argument as to why that is. Yeah, lay it on. If and, you, yeah, take it away. Let's get, let's and get my, this. And my pick is, uh, my and my pick for the president is the jackalope. Oh. Because here's okay. this humble... Okay, okay. Because here's this humble creature, part rabbit, part antelope. It uh, Again, like a native-born... native, native born, uh, American, yes. Um, you know, like R- Rome's has 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 lived in this great country of ours for for generations. From from the um, American West, originating in yeah, South Dakota from, and Wyoming and Montana. Yes. Yeah, and uh, and 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 uh, has even for being like a rabbit with antlers, still kind of has like a bit of a dignity. Mm-hmm. I, I think, and like I, I guess if I can't, if I'm kind of thinking about you know kind of kind of getting getting paired up with the with the Thunderbird too or or with the um, Duende, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think I think offers that nice sort of juxtaposition of like here's here's this sort of humble you know um, uh, creature that that is the jackalope. Now I may not be your your big city mothman. <laughs> I'm no Jersey Devil. But I do know one thing. In this country, a jackalope's just got to be free. It's just got to run. Just got to run through the brush and breathe that fresh mountain air. And that's the America that I want to turn. So, so I think, I think, yeah, like the jackalope could, as unassuming, um, and how many ever um, like novelty uh, taxidermied jackalopes are like hanging on like uncle's dens throughout this nation of ours i i still think that the jackalope could be precisely what our country needs more than ever okay yeah that's and if i'm not maybe maybe i'm reading too much into this so i'm getting like you're 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 pitching a message message of like um conservationism and sort of like yeah maybe a smaller government take or just insofar as like you let me do me i'll let you do you let's yeah, not fence I think each other it. in right let's, yeah let's like, really kind of steer towards like maybe a greener initiative so we can protect this mm-hmm. you know the natural beauty of our country kind of thing yeah and 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 and, and, and truly because because believe me there is there is plenty uh to criticize and rightly about you know what our nation has done what it's become now and it is important to have those conversations and, and to have those those reckonings. Um, but by the end of the day, I, I think 
hand in hand with that has to be some sort of optimism and some sort of like idea that we're not just like the piece of shit scum of the universe. And, and, and yeah, we've, we've, we've fallen short of what, of what we said we're trying to do in, in our country for, for many, many, many years since its beginning. But you know what? Like if, if there's anything that can like kind of get us, get us on, on a path forward is yeah, this little hopping uh, critter. Right on. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that yeah. a lot. So, it anyway, sort of made me feel bad about my presidential pick. Oh no! Per- <laughs> so, and you even you even said it. You unknowingly said it in your speech. Your jackalope wasn't the big city Mothman, and I'm picking the Mothman. <laughs> awesome! This is so cool. <laughs> and we did not plan this. We did not compare lists before because we matched up with Bigfoot. So this is. This is this is too great. This no, is too great. Okay, no, so. I really like what. I, again, I said I've said it before, and I don't know if I made it into the actual cuts, but I love it when you and I actually perform a real kind of magic together. You know what I mean? No, yeah, and that was that was a real kind of magic that happened <laughs> yeah, just now. I, yeah, like just apropos of nothing. You had no idea. Like, no, I'm picking Mothman. Um, uh, the basic story goes that this giant moth-like creature started appearing around the uh, area of Point Pleasant, West Virginia in the uh, early 1960s, culminating in the uh, Silver Bridge collapse, which killed a bunch of people. And now he's sort of seen as like this harbinger of doom. And he chases cars, and it's got great big glowing red eyes. And so while while you were going for more like, I guess a positive, like gentle view, I was going for actual true existential horror. And like... <laughs> I want the president to be this horrible, not horrible, <laughs> but a terrifying entity. Like, mm, I don't want him to be mean. I don't want him to be nasty, but I just want him to be strong and resolute. And maybe it's not so much a uh, harbinger of doom and terror for America, but maybe anybody that would stand against the American ideal. And I know that this is sort of like a weird George, George Bushian stance, but like, <laughs> just... Leave us alone. We're here. Yeah. We're America. We need to sort our shit out and leave us alone for four years. <laughs> like, right. let us get back to us and then we'll talk to you in 2024. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to do truly... like a, a Brexit kind of deal, but at the same time, like, you know what? Hey, man, if, if, if the South wants to keep being stupid and like promoting white supremacy and assholishness, you don't need to be a part of it. Maybe we cut that out of us, you know? Yeah. Like there's yeah, a kind maybe. of like internal reckoning we need to have. And I've talked about this a lot with like Corona. Like mm-hmm. all, remember in the beginning, the first like initial surge when people were mm-hmm. like fighting over toilet paper? Nothing will ever happen to those people. And it pisses me off. I want their uppance to come. I want to bring a message of not peace and prosperity so much as like scared subjectivism. And we just kind of start towing the line a little bit again. Yeah. Fucking defund the police. But at the same time, bash every protester in the head. We're just, we're just done. We're going to start from scratch. This is yeah. America. The bridge has collapsed. There is no bridge any right. longer. And now we need to rebuild. Right. Yeah. It's, and so maybe it's, it's bleak and a... maybe it's bad, but God damn it. Hard times breed hard men and hard men breed good times. God damn it. Like we yeah, need to remember what it's like to kind of struggle a little bit, you know? 
Let's, yeah, yeah. L- the, let's the, cut the, this idea of like imperialism and manifest destiny. God blessed us because he likes us the best. Well, you know what? God doesn't care anymore. He's blessing someone else, and now it's our turn to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, and we're going to do it by a giant red-eyed glowing monster with a 14-foot wingspan. It's going to chase down your car of American runaway consumerism and make you fucking fiscally (laughs) responsible by running it off the road. Mothman 2024, make America scared again. (laughs) Make America scared again. Yeah, this is the the acceleration-est... Yes. Um, sort of. We need to it's double like, down. Remember how hard the fucking Soviet Union doubled down to beat us in the space race? Well, they fucking did mm. it. Was it bleak and awful? Hell yeah. Did a lot of people die? Oh, absolutely. But you know what? Mm. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Just as Donald Trump is, or like a forest fire is good for the environment, Donald Trump has been good for America, and that now we literally have to fucking rebuild everything. Like, yeah, no, let's take it one step further. His... Mothman. Like, there yeah, it is. There is. There is a lot that is uh, come to light, and and yeah, we have to we have to have that reckoning, which is also kind of what I was talking about. Literally, like clean out your to... fucking swamp, man. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh man, swamp swamp man would have been a good. That's where I am, Mothman. I I, I don't. I <clears throat> you know it, it it it's we need to like we kind of need to fall back and regroup. Iraq was a debacle. Uh, debacle. The whole war of terror was a debacle. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's let's fall back. Let's regroup. We're gonna pull out of everything. We're gonna sort ourselves out at home, and then we can reemerge. And 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 and, like a moth will do. Right now, we are a nasty fucking little puking caterpillar, shooting milkweed all over ourselves. Let us let's 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 post up a chrysalis. Gotta go into our cocoon. Yeah, We're we here. Gotta, we got a cocoon we up. Make let's a break our bodies down, rebuild the body, and let's emerge beautifully. <laughs> I like, love it. I love it. That's so Mothman twenty twenty four. Like, take yeah, Josh's no goodwill perfect. jackalope and stuff it, because Mothman's here. <laughs> yeah, no perfect. Well, because you you know what else, Mark? I I I also just kind of had this idea, is that clearly these are two different tickets with two very very different understandings and visions for our country, mm-hmm. and and. I don't think it's truly up to just you or me to make to, to make that decision of of uh, who's going to be the cryptid vi- uh, the cryptid president and vice president. So you know what though, we could we could see what our listeners think. Yeah, we could, we could. post a poll to Twitter, and yeah. we could have our two tickets. We could we, we, we could have our two tickets of um, Jackalope and Thunderbird and Mothman and du- Duende. And then we can just let the and we can let the people decide. We can let the people decide. They can vote. They can they can uh, they can uh, email their ballots at two wizards podcast at gmail. Yes. They can vote on Twitter, which is probably even like a more secure voting apparatus than <laughs> what happened in some of the, some of the other states. You know. Yeah. Um, they could they could mail in a ballot, but I don't know where you'd send it because we're not going to tell you what our addresses are, you weirdos. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think it's only right. I, I I think it's only right that like we recognize that this decision is so important that it goes beyond just you and me um, and installing our own like shadow government. So let's yeah. let's open it let let's open it up to the people and see and see uh, what the people think. And this is a weird turn from even where I took it because like I don't know I like this idea, but yeah yeah. Up to no, we'll, we'll leave the poll up for like 10 days because i think we have five followers but hey whatever man like yeah 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 it's fine and and 
hopefully it'll spread word of mouth and you know we can get more and more people it's not like you have to like register to vote here you can you can do all sorts of twitter poll harvesting i guess like yeah. we don't care no. it's all good <laughs> this is yeah exactly no perfect well hey this was man this was this was fun I think this yeah was, i like i like i like this i like leaving it up to the and if if you know we don't hear anything we'll just come back with you guys next week with the what josh and i fought about because i almost feel like you and i are gonna argue about this for a little while like yeah no probably no probably we'll have to we'll have to crack open another uh something for our, our chalices and like really oh, yeah. get into it actually yeah. that would be we can add this to our um sort of ongoing list of creative projects <laughs> that realistically we'll probably never get to but um you've 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 seen on like reddit and other places like like nation ball kind of comics yeah. right yeah, yeah yeah we need to do this with like uh nation cryptids because there were so many, there were so many that I was like, "Oh man, this this would be so great!" But it's like, ah, like I can't use the bunyip because like she's an Aussie. Yeah, exactly. Like I can't have him be the president or, or whatever. But now I'm just picturing this whole like web series of like <laughs> nation cryptid uh, and like going off and the meeting McLa- at like this the McLaughlin summit group roundtable of cryptid debates. Yeah. <laughs> I I I'm excited to see what what people think, or who knows, maybe maybe um in in the course of this Twitter poll, maybe they'll offer their own like write-in candidates. Yeah, give us a write-in. Like, yeah, that would also that be also be be just as just as valid. Yeah, um, because yeah. yeah, no, this is is great. This is yeah, great. it's fun. I well, this is the other thing that I really liked too, because not only did we get to dive back into one of our favorite topics, uh, being cryptids, but also like. We did the actual kind of civic duty thing and learned a little bit about at least theoretically what our government should look like and how the people who are in these positions we should, we, we we kind of both kind of picked up on oh so this is what the chief of staff does or we also threw the sharp yeah, realism like our own personal political beliefs and I'm more scared <laughs> of me than I am of you I think like <laughs> God I'm I'm sorry I didn't know I was a fascist well, I'm sorry yeah no, <laughs> or, yeah the the whole like. Uh, the political compass test. I think, yeah. I think that also yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. came up here. I'm like, no, it, it'll be okay. Like if we just leave each other alone, we'll be going towards a bright future. Then <laughs> Mark's over there. Like, no, we got to build this all down and then make some sort of Adobe bricks from the ashes. <laughs> I am the wrath of God. Had your sins not been so great, God would not have sent me. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think we're in a good place Perfect. to stop here. So, yeah, um, I will throw the poll up on Twitter. Uh, two Wizards Pod, see one on Twitter. Uh, two Wizards Podcast at gmail.com and on Instagram. And Josh, really quick before we go, I do. I received a Raven. Huh? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, and uh, this was this came into our Gmail account. And mm. um, this is from listener Desi, who says that she listens to the show and her little girl likes to um, do the theme as we do it. So she likes no to do way. the two wizards. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Perfect. It's kind of cute. And she said she would send me some type of video or something, but I can't get it to work. But yeah, apparently <laughs> she, um, she, she left, she found the podcast and likes it and listens to it at home. And her little girl is all about the title. And also this brings me to my next point. We now have our youngest confirmed listener at four years old, which maybe <laughs> is way too young for our target demographic, but Hey, you know, we only swore well, like twenty times in this episode, so it's all good. Yeah, well, and at four years old, like, I, I mean, I'm sure that I heard 
I heard curse words when I was four, but I don't remember that. I only truly remember cursing when I was in like third grade and yeah. like eight. So she still has at least four years of happy childhood innocence before uh, before <laughs> she comes to like the hard, grim reality of being a grade schooler. Hell yeah. Or, or, or <laughs> no she'll perfect. get in there like, have you guys heard this like two wizards thing? You need to check it out. And like, we're going to blow up with like elementary school children. Yeah. Hey, 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 Ralston Elementary. <laughs> Guess who's coming for, for spring break? It's a two whiz. <laughs> okay, that. Okay, or... can we just go play elementary schools? Like, it's the two wizards. And, like, you walk out and, like, you're in your, like, big blue robe with your big blue and white starred <laughs> hat. And I come out in, like, a weird, like, like busted-ass tunic and, like, a headband and, like... We turn hard into like the like Wiggles kind of niche, where like we start doing our dances. Where <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, no, perfect. Well, well, hey, welcome. Thank you, thank you for that email. Uh, yeah, it was Desi, right? Desi, yes, yeah. Desi, thank you for for sending us that Raven. It's always a pleasure to hear from our, from our listeners and maybe uh, new listeners who 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 haven't uh, sent us a Raven of, of your own. Please do, and we'll read it on air and. Give you a shout out. Hell yeah, please and, do. Uh, like, yeah. yeah, did we miss something? Or, or are we are we not representing your cryptid? Do you think that like the the lizard man of Skateboard Swamp deserves representation? Then let us know, man. Should I well, pick La Irona over the Duende as my VP pick? Because I damn near picked well, her as the uh, Speaker of the House, but you know. No, perfect. Well, and and I gave uh, some the the local rep for Ohio, and you gave one for Colorado, and I know that we have listeners in all sorts of states. So so like, let us know like what would the cryptid uh, be for your local rep? Because yeah. I'm sure that there are some other really cool local ones that um, would would be just as valuable in this uh, cryptid Congress. Yeah, Cry- cryptid House of Reps, cryptids. something like that yeah like our one listener in norway who's your guy like yeah probably a troll or something i don't know (laughs) yeah one of the hilda folk but yeah let us know two wizards pod c1 on twitter two wizards podcast gmail.com you gotta type out t-w-o because i'm bad at making email accounts and i don't think about these things I am at Great Greek Buffalo at Instagram and Marky Stardust on Twitter. And Josh, you got a Twitter, don't you, buddy? I, I am. I'm. I'm getting it going. I'm spinning it up. Trying not to spend too much time on it. But you can find me at Plaid Barbarian on Twitter. Plaid Barbarian. Yeah. So thanks for joining there us tonight, guys. Like, I. It's nice to just kind of be silly because I it think is. we need more now more than ever. Let's just have some fun. Yeah. Make yeah. wizards silly again. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think that's could be turned into like an inflammatory acronym or abbreviation or anything like that. So maybe we'll just stick with that. Make 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 wizards silly again. Mwaswa, mwaswa. <laughs> good night, guys. Yes. Good night. Good night. He everybody. rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all. <laughs>